0: What up? What up? What up? Back at it again, Real Fans Podcast. We're back here, episode forty-four. I'm Gabe. That's Julian. Say what's up, Julian. What's up? What's up? Yo. So uh, we're gonna come heavy. Uh, Jojo couldn't be here this weekend, but uh, we're gonna do heavy NFL because uh, I feel like we're the utmost experts on this Real Fans Podcast of all the staff members that we have. I feel like you and I, <laughs> we're, we're we're the highest ranking members in football. But we'll, we'll probably have Jojo on next week uh, if we can talk more NBA baseball stuff right now we're talking uh, NBA, uh nfl yeah yeah march man and stuff that's also going on sweet 16 but we're gonna talk nfl nfl heavy today um just a lot of transactions going on uh in free agency um uh, julian i'll start off with you I, I guess i mean there was a lot of news uh, uh the Bro. past couple of days what, what's the biggest thing that
1: uh that came to your mind i just want to start off like this is one of the craziest off seasons i've probably ever experienced as an nfl fan Like ever. I can't think of another moment. Probably the moment when Peyton left, but that was only one, that was only one like huge transaction that was like such a big deal. This is like so many moves and so many things happening. Like I honestly don't know which one was crazier. Like to be honest with you. I feel like every time I thought one was gonna be like crazier, I feel like there was another one like right there, right after it. Because like the Russell Wilson thing shocked me, Deshaun Watson shocked me, Matt Ryan shocked me, like just recently yesterday, uh, Tyreek, like everything, but, um, let's start off with, with the, the three teams that like kind of, uh, everybody kind of deems has had like the biggest quote unquote one free agency. We'll see when season starts, if it actually happens or not. But like, I think the three teams that made the biggest moves is the dolphins, Jags, and chargers. That's my list. Um, funny enough, two of them are our teams. So, uh, We'll start off with the Dolphins. They made the most recent, like, ins- absurd, crazy move, which uh, happened yesterday afternoon. Announced Tyreek Hill is getting sent to the Miami Dolphins after trade extension stalled with Kansas City. And Kansas City got a haul. I'll tell you what. Kansas City, did I will not say that they lost this uh, tr- in this trade. Obviously, we'll see when... Obviously, trades end up. You find out who ends up being the winner and loser like years down the road. But Kansas City got a huge haul for him. Um, Dolphins are going all in on to Mike, Mike uh, Mike McDaniel. Like is showing that he is our guy. We're going to see what happens. Seems like honestly the perfect coach to have with Tua because he kind of has a similar kind of style as Garoppolo. And man, the Dolphins. Let me just read off real quick, Gabe. I know it was probably. Shitting himself yesterday when he saw Tyreek Hill get signed. Uh, but we got Bridgewater, Edmonds, Mostert, uh, a fullback in gold, Tyreek Hill, uh, Trent Sherford, Preston Williams, Cedric Wilson, Mike Gasicki franchise tagged Durham Smith, resigned, signed Armstead, huge signing, best left tackle out in the market. Um, signed another offensive guard, Connor Williams, resigned Emmanuel Okba, and then resigned all three of your linebackers, Duke Riley, Eldon Roberts, Brennan, Charlotte, how you feeling, Gabe? Should be feeling pretty damn good, if I would imagine, right?
0: Well, I mean, I feel all right. Like, I, like I said, I don't. I, I've said before, I don't usually get hyped over transactions. Transactions, are nice, but like, I want to see actual football because we've already seen. Oh, Gabe, like, come fresh-
1: on, man, this is huge. I don't remember the Dolphins ever doing some shit like this.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, it's been a while since they've been in the news for something other than you know their head coach doing coke lines you know, sending a weird <laughs> video to a stripper in Las Vegas. Um, so I mean, it's fine. Yeah, you know what? They're they're making big moves. And like I've said, for the past while you you know, it seems that they invested in Tua and they they want to invest in Tua and, and they're showing it through actions, right? It's not just it's not just words. And they're not saying, Oh, we support our guy or whatever. Um, because it got a little weird uh uh at the last half of, of the season with with uh, the Flores, Flores. But it seems they're all in on Tua. Okay, well, they've been they've been making moves. They they signed Albert Wilson, who's supposed he was our, Albert Wilson was supposed to be our Tyreek Hill for cheap, right? He was supposed to be the cheap version, the, the fast, speedy guy that can go downfield. Um, you know Fuller Fuller was injured, all, uh, you know all last season. Um, but Fuller was supposed to be a deep threat as well. And now you see they're making moves for Tyreek Hill.
1: So offensively, real quick, was Fuller all, a one year deal? Was that like he's out now, or, no,
0: or was I don't it a think two year
1: so. Deal? I I gotta double check that. Let me let me double check that. Let me
0: see the fuller deer. Um, just to continue, um, yeah, man, offensively, they're all in. I feel like, you know, um, it's going to be interesting. Like I said, I think I said a couple podcasts before when we were talking about uh, the Mike, um, when they acquired, not acquired, when they signed Mike McDaniel, the head coach. Um, I, I do, I'm, I am interested to see what is the face of the team now. Is it going to be too heavy? Is it going to be Run heavy? Because it seems like, you know, Mike McDaniel, he, he takes these guys like Debo Samuel. And in turns into running backs. You know he has these schemes where they're going to run first. Like you know, San Francisco run first team is what I thought of. Um, and then obviously Debo is telling a talented guy who can uh, uh, catch balls for you and really fast, good with the ball in his hands. So I wonder. That's why I don't want to get too hyped because I don't know the identity of this team. Like, what are the
1: schemes? going How many be? more years does Parker have?
0: Or was he? Dude, he's got to be at the end. He's got to be on the f- the the end stick of of his contract.
1: I didn't realize how long he was signed for that team. I thought he would have been coming up on something. I haven't really been keeping up with it, but yeah, man, fully revamped offense. Like you guys went all out. Like I'm, I'm at the point where it's like, this is make or break for Tua. If he can't perform with this team next year, and he showed flashes of he was getting better last year. And now he's in a system that should cater to him. He's going to have an offensive minded coach who's dealt with a similar style of quarterback. He's gotten way more weapons. You know what we we're saying last year? I mean, the biggest, uh, one of the biggest uh, things that hindered to is not really having a run game. I mean, you had a. Uh, what's his name? He, he was so inconsistent, but now you're signing Chase Edmonds and Raheem Moser, which if R- Raheem is healthy, he is a really good running back. His biggest issue is he couldn't stay healthy in San Francisco. And that's another uh, thing we're seeing too with Mike McDaniels. He's bringing in a lot of guys that were like once with them. I mean, like I said, with Moser and then Trent, uh, Shearfield. And then obviously people within the division, like an Edmonds, uh, you're bringing, you're adding a lot of speed on that team now. Um, uh, you guys resigned Preston Williams. Obviously oh. Tyree Kill is a big big deal. Cedric Wilson's a solid yeah. uh solid guy. You still have Waddle on the team. Um you still have uh we it's believe sticky. Parker. Like that's yeah. that's a really deep wide receiver room. So, yeah. Really deep and, wide receiver room.
0: Uh just to go back, I looked at the back of the contract, uh Devontae Parker had a four four year, thirty million dollar uh deal, and I believe he's in his third year of his four year deal. So um Okay. Uh, this year and also fuller was a one year contract one year 10 million so he's I uh, so. right now he's, he's an unrestricted guy, yeah. free agent but he was he was hurt all season so that's just to go back That's
1: his whole, whole career time. but yeah, yeah dude i mean i think this is also like i you also, i feel like you can look at this as like a parker like signing as well because like i was never thought he was a number 1 guy he clearly wasn't when he was put in those roles as a number one receiver he couldn't necessarily deliver on a consistent basis now he's going to get freed up by having all these other weapons, you might see a better Parker than you have been before. So, um, yeah, man, it looks really good. Obviously. And then also doesn't that we haven't even gone over the the offensive line help. Uh, the Teron Armstead, one of the best tackles in the league, huge upgrade, obviously. Then you also get a, uh, Connor Williams from Dallas, big upgrade in the middle. Like, It looks really, really good for Miami right now, especially on the offensive side of the ball, which was your biggest hindering last year because the defense had moments where it it was pretty, it's a pretty decent defense. And um, you're re-signing all your guys, which is great. Great to keep all four of those guys. And uh, man, like, yeah. And then franchise tag (sighs) Gasicki. It's looking really good. And it's putting in a situation if Tua doesn't perform and he ends up showing not to be the dude. Um, with the way the NFL is being like it seems like you could get another big veteran in there if he doesn't end up working out and you still have all these guys lined up for a few years if Tua well, doesn't well, work out. You could still that's somebody. what I was saying
0: about about the game scheme, because it, it, it could take pressure. If there are gonna be a run first team, if they're gonna be a run heavy team, that's gonna take pressure off Tua. Tua's not gonna need to, you know, uh, you know, have to throw down field. Like there, there's always parts There was like this one, you know, 30, 40 yard pass downfield. It's, it's pretty exceptional. Why can't you do that? Like in five drives, why can't you do that? Like, you know, what I mean, five times and a half or, you know, I mean? It might have to be one play in the second half, you know, when you guys are down or you guys are fighting. Um, so if, if the identity of the team is going to be run first team, then obviously it's going to take pressure off to it. That You know, two is not going to need to be the man, the guy, Just like they did with fucking Jimmy Garoppolo. That's my biggest gripe with Jimmy Garoppolo is they hit Jimmy Garoppolo uh, passing. You know what I mean? Like Jimmy Garoppolo is decent. And then you see it in the games and tight
1: games, how he implodes on himself. Here, here's what I will see. Uh, I don't, this team doesn't give me the vibe that it's going to be run first. The fact that they went through all that effort to get Tyreek Hill and to get all these other weapons does not give me the idea of a run first team. But what I do see is possibly seeing a lot of intermediate short routes and relying on these guys with speed that once you get them open on these 10-yard routes, that they can bust away and break open. I, That's what I can envision this offense being, because, like I said, I just can't picture Tua just slinging it. Like, I just don't think he has it in him, but I can picture him just managing the game, like I said, throwing it deep when every now and then, but the game's mostly going to be run on short, intermediate passing routes and running the ball effectively and just utilizing the speed to hit those gaps because this team is fast, and I think they're going to rely on that. Um, so I don't see it being run first. It, it it doesn't give me run first vibes for sure. Um, you know, and you
0: know, I feel that we don't really have a lot of big target. Tiger Hill is not a big a big guy. Our biggest, like I said, I still think offensively our best option is still Gasan. Uh, one year, you know, exclusive rights, whatever. I still think he's our best option, best weapon. We shall see. I do want to see the duo. I think it's definitely an improvement. But, Julie, as a Jaguar fan, would you have traded.
1: Up, oh, we're losing game. A
0: third and a fourth or something? A, a third.
1: Re-say that? Yeah. What was that again? I'm um, one bar.
0: All right. Um No, I was going to say as a Jax fan. Um. Do, do you think that trade is a lot?
1: The Tyreek Hill trade?
0: Thing? So much. Uh, yeah. As far as the amount of picks, what they sent. I understand if it? you sent a first a first draft, you know, first round draft pick and then a couple of them. But they sent a first and a second for next year. So there, there's obviously, uh, it's in, in my eyes, can thing in the draft that they want to pick. Tyreek Hill, because they see something that they want to pick up. Because um, offensively, if you look at their roster, I mean... They're gonna have Juju smith which, which is their big signing, a uh, huge signing for them, which I think is a good pickup. Mercore Hard uh, Hardman, who's always injured. I mean, he plays well. He had he had moments, especially last year, but um, he's always injured. That guy, I try to pick that guy up in fantasy. That guy is never on the field. And they're gonna have Josh Gordon as well. Josh Gordon finally being uh you know on taken off from whatever the exempt list from the uh, commissioner's exempt list. So I mean, as far as the amount. On traits, so just the value. Do you think the trade, like did the Dolphins acquiring Tyreek Hill, or did uh, the Chiefs win uh, getting all those picks and you know losing uh, their premier, but not their premier because Kelsey's their best receiver, but
1: a top receiver for them for Patrick. Yeah, McMahon. I mean, I just can't envision K- Kansas City making it deep in the playoffs next year. I, I mean, I might be wrong. They always find a way to win some way or another, but I just, I can't envision it. I feel like they didn't really do much. And let me see what they did real quick. Um, I just feel like they just didn't like, yeah, you had Corey Coleman and then you had Juju Smith, but like, you didn't do a whole lot in the defense side of the ball. Um, it does. It seems like they're not resigning Tyron Matthew. Um, Juju Smith and Corey Coleman, they're supplementary guys. I guess if they kind of play a different offense, like different offense. So I guess Kelsey's gonna be like your number one threat. So they're not gonna really have a true number one receiver, which I guess you could say that they never really did because Tyree Kill's a slot guy. Um, but I don't know. I just can't envision the Chiefs uh doing that well. Miami is giving Miami has the capital to give it away, so they're not Miami's not really losing anything. And that's what made last year's draft so important was of them trading back, which I was saying that they should, because now you're starting to see the dividends of that. You got your, you got Waddle, you got the same guy that you would have probably got at the third round anyways, and now you're able to capitalize on all those picks you got last year to get somebody like Tyree Kill. Like that was huge. I would, you would consider that a, a draft pick, and then you're only giving up a twenty, the 29th ninth uh, pick. So it's like a twenty and a fiftieth oh. necessarily loot. Yeah, yeah, so they're not even losing their true first round pick. Uh, this is it, this is big brain. Do you think it's worth his it? career? Which yeah, yeah, a it's a big move. Um,
0: it's a big move, and you can tell offensively. Like I said, they're they're making move. They're 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 trying to win. They're trying to compete because right now the the top dog in, in in the division are are the Bills, and maybe we'll talk about them later. Um, I think it's a big move, but I uh, I wonder, you know, how much future did you give away? I understand first. First round pick, you know, like maybe two picks, first and second, but they gave it two, first, second, fourth, fifth. I'm like, damn, they they, they are not, I, they must not see any value in the draft.
1: I think I think the Dolphins are in a situation where they weren't too bad, where they needed to rebuild. They just needed to upgrade what they had. Their defense was there. They just needed a big overhaul in the offense. And you have a guy who's entering his third year. I'm okay with them getting rid of the picks because you're in a situation where it's, you're kind of like, you got to start winning. Now you weren't, you were 10 and six and then you ended the season eight and nine. You're on that fringe playoff list. You got to make the playoffs. Like you're not necessarily in a position to rebuild where it's like, the team is just bad. And you need to get rid of everybody. You still have a good base and structure there. You just need to supplement it. And I think, you know, Los Angeles kind of prove if you just, if you need it, you, you need to go after it. You know, I don't think the Dolphins were necessarily in a situation to 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 rebuild that. And so I'm okay with them giving it away. I uh and then as for the Chiefs, I mean the wide receiver draft class this year is super, super deep. So they can get um I think they can find a couple pieces to uh help you know fix the uh the glaring hole that Tyree kill left behind. But I think it's good for both teams. I I really do. and I'm okay with the Dolphins getting rid of it because at the end of the day, who's to say those picks would end up turning into anything? For all we know, those picks could end up being a bust. And I think you take the proven guy, especially in the situation your team is now, a team that's ready to win, a team that should be a playoff team next year in a division that's really strong with New England and Buffalo and seems to be a Jets, seems like they might be on the rise because they made big splashes. But yeah, man. Uh, I think it'd be a good time to be a Dolphins fan.
0: Personally. Yeah, I mean, uh, so as far as you know, big splash Tyreek Hill. Um, am I happy? I'm like, I would do. And then see yeah, the I goals. mean,
1: also but, Armstead. Like the offensive line is yeah. greatly improved. That that's what I wanted to say was
0: like I feel like stuff besides Tyreek Hill because I Tyreek, Tyreek Hill is, is Tyreek Hill nationally. Like in the running game, that's is, what makes huge the Dolphins. Yeah, that, you know, Dolphins nationally relevant. It's Tyreek Hill. Ooh. Everybody knows because everybody in the fantasy feel, but I feel like their line, you know, uh, pickup that that tells you, you know, whatever you signed that for for your deal, they're trying to protect Tua, uh, Emmanuel Ogba, uh, 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 player that's excellent. He, uh, he he's very good line, so I think those are good pickups. Thing is, they linebackers to one year deals, um. So I find that interesting. I, I think that signals that McDaniel is probably looking at that defense and you know what I mean and he's putting guys on one year deal. It's like he's like this is like uh you know make it or break it, uh you know prove yourself. So those are, I think more interesting to me than Tyreek- We're losing game again. <laughs> but I wanna see I wanna see games. I wanna see the scheme, I wanna see uh Alright, you're back now. How am I doing? Am I doing all right? Yeah, no? you're doing, you're so you're uh, doing good. So let's let's move on. Let's move on. As, uh, as an- yeah. Talking about the Dolphins. Let's talk about the Jaguars. Uh their biggest act was kinda like uh, kind of the moves that they're they're making in uh in Jacksonville.
1: Yeah, so Trent balky and the Jags and Doug Peterson, they 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 opened up Shaq Khan's checkbook and they just started handing out fucking blank checks because they needed to. And I feel, I, I this is, this is the most hype I've been about a free agency class since the 2017 offseason, which, if you guys know, 2017 ended up being the year we made to the AFC Championship. Um, not saying that we will do that again. I think that team had a better base, but we went out and made acquisitions that really needed to be ha- that really needed to happen. We had the second most cap space in the league, right behind the Dolphins, and I'm glad we used it. Um, and uh, yeah, so our biggest signings were we had uh, Christian Kirk. Obviously, that was a big, big talking point, which. I'm so tired. Like pe- Look, I'm gonna go over the list and I'll go back to that. So we got Christian Kirk, signed Jay Zay Jones, uh Evan Ingram, uh franchise tagged Cam Robinson, our office tackle, signed Brandon Sheriff, one of the best guards in the league, gave him a huge deal, three year for 50 mil. Um, re-signed our center. Uh we picked up a s a run-stuffing D-tackle uh from the Jets, who was actually pretty good. We just signed we signed the leading a tackler in the NFL last year for the Falcons, Foyer uh, Luke I, I can't say his name, but um, then signed Darius Williams and then re-signed a cornerback to play slot. So I think, man, we made some huge moves that needed to be done. We needed to show up that offensive line. So Brandon Sheriff's probably my favorite signing. I love that signing. He's a five-time All-Pro, five-time Pro Bowler left, uh, right guard. So That was a huge clearing hole in our our team. We still have some work to do on the line, but that was a huge pickup. I'm super happy about that. And then just revamping the wide receiver room, um, getting Christian Kirk and Jay Zay Jones. Uh, Zay Jones, I did think maybe he got a little too much, but you know we have the money. Who cares? At the end of the day, um, the way these deals are structured, and that's the thing. People see these deals and they don't realize. And Gabe, you know, this is just funny money. Like people see these and like freak out, like, oh my God, you pay him too much. But like, bro, this shit's funny money. Like a lot of these deals have incentives and all kinds of different things that may never yeah, get not, reached. Not everything They're, NFL is
0: guaranteed. They're not,
1: yeah. yeah. The thing you got to look at is the guaranteed money. So he has a max value. Christian Kirk has a max value of 84 million for four years, but he's only guaranteed uh, 37 million guaranteed. And if people actually looked at the contract, which everybody was saying like, oh, this actually was like big brain moves by Trent Baalke. He signed a $20 million signing bonus. And that's like the new move nowadays is signing bonuses. Because, I mean, signing bonuses don't count against the cap. That's just like, here's money for signing with us. Now we don't have to pay you as much on the salary. Because he got a $20 million signing bonus. And he's only going to be a 1.5 mil cap hit this year. So he's only going to get paid a million and a half. Barely nothing against the cap. It's barely nothing. Next year he's gonna get uh $14 million cap. But then with the way he's structured, after two years, um there's no more dead cap and you could uh cut him no problems. So it's like everybody's freaking out, but it's like he's literally getting paid 1.5 this year, and then next year he's getting paid 14. And then after that, if it doesn't work out, the if he ends up not being good, you can cut him and it it's no effect to the cap. So it's like I was kind of surprised by how well Trent Baalke structured these things. Um, Evan Ingram was a good deal. Evan Ingram's a good tight end. He just has butterfingers and he was a pro bowler uh, for the Giants. But I think he can, you know, drops is just, he just had a bad season. I mean, who knows? It's, at the end of the day, it's a one year deal. If it don't work out, don't work out. He's going to be a partner alongside our other tight end who's pretty good last year, Dan Arnold. So I'm glad to see probably start running some more two tight end sets. But uh, yeah, and then shirt up the defense. Our defense is looking really good right now. I'm feeling really good about our secondary. Secondary looks really deep. Um, uh, Our linebackers look good. And then being in that D tackle looks great. And then at the end of all of it, it seems like the Jags are going to probably draft Aiden Hutchinson number one overall. That's kind of what everything's leading up to be, all these signings and everything. I was thinking maybe they sign a tackle, that Evan Neal guy out of Alabama. But with Cam Robinson getting the franchise tag, um, I mean, they still could and just move him to right. But everything lines up to see like they're taking Aiden Hutchinson, which I am not upset with at all. Pairing him alongside Josh Allen on the other side of the line, that's going to be a really good defensive line. And our defense, I, I feel really good about, and uh, our wide receiver room, I think, could still use a little bit of work. And same thing with the offensive of line. But so far, I'm feeling pretty good, man. I think there's uh, we should be a lot better team. I think there's still a little bit of things that we can improve on, but I feel good.
0: Um. So, I mean, how do you feel, you-
1: Gabe? You're cutting out again, man. Looking at the t-
0: Losing them Titans. Damn it. Losing.
1: <laughs> All right. Um, so I'm going to do a little bit of uh, going over real quick. But uh, yeah, we'll get Gabe's thoughts. I'm going to go over to um, the other team I mentioned, which is the Chargers, which I think... I think they made moves that really need to be done. So the chargers went in there and signed a whole lot of players. And I think they know they needed to because of the division that they're in. The Denver looks like they're going to be a formidable a opponent. Um, The Raiders made big moves. AFC West is going to be super interesting. And, uh, but as for an overall free agent signing, the chargers picked up, let's see if we can find it here, made big moves. Um, Here we go. They, signed, they re-signed Mike Williams, which that was the guy I was actually looking at for the Jags. Resigned Mike Williams. They signed uh, Gerald Everett, um, Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson. They shared up the offensive line uh, with Austin, uh, Austin Johnson, Sebastian Joseph Day. So, like, some big, big pickups. And they got essentially nothing. They gave up nothing for Khalil Mack, which is huge. They only gave up a second-round pick and a six-rounder. For Khalil Mack, I'll take that all day. Khalil Mack alongside Joey Bosa on the other side, that defense for C, uh, for Chargers is going to be looking really good. And then just bringing in Gerald Everett and then re-signing uh, Mike Williams is just huge. The, the Chargers are going to be a big player. Um, they look like the most complete team on the AFC West, but I couldn't even tell you who's going to win that division. It looks so good. And that's why I think the Chargers, I mean, the Chargers, the Chiefs probably aren't going to make it that deep because I think if you look pound for pound, those, the other three teams just look better than the Chargers, but then, I mean, the Chiefs, but it seems like the Chiefs always find a way to win. So I guess we'll see, but Gabe, you back with us.
0: I hopefully am. I don't know. I, I, f- I feel like my bar, bars, I can't trust them. I <laughs> there you go. Of course, man. All right. Um. Yeah. I mean, I like I like the Chargers' acquisition. I don't, I don't, um. Uh. I think I feel like it made a couple good trades. Because Mac was pretty good. Did you want to go over the Jags um, real quick uh, while I? Yeah. I mean, I, I, the guy I want to see is Ingram because I did like Ingram in, uh, with the Giants. I feel like he was a he was a dual. he's one of these dual guys. He can put him at tight end. You can put him at receiver. Um. And yeah, know, exactly. I do want to see what he does with that contract. I mean, you, you guys, I I I'll, I'll I'll watch a couple games. and I'll see. You know. I'm gonna roll out the ball and see what happens. Um, as far as acquisitions, I feel like there are some upgrades. Uh, let's see how that defense does. You know what I mean? Like, uh, how, as far as like I said, I'm more yeah. interested. Uh, as far as your division, as far as the Jaguars division, I feel like the Titans also made some upgrades. Um, you know, uh, Matt Ryan uh, moved to the Colts, right? He's with the Colts now. Yeah. Um, so there, there's the some interesting good for him. Some also, there. yeah, there's also some interesting tr- transactions in that division. Um, that I would like to see play out, but like I said, I'm 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 a more of a. I'm not.
1: I, yeah, I will say like I'm not worried about it though. Like the Titans just don't scare me. Like yeah, they made some acquisitions, but they just don't scare me. At the end of the day, you have Ryan Tano. They they're just not a scary team to me. Um, the Colts, if you can get if Matt Ryan can get the ball rolling with the Colts, the Colts could be the Colts worry me probably the most. Um, the Colts with an actual decent game manager quarterback who can actually play. They worry me. They still lack weapons. Um, for some reason, they just they just can't seem to bring up more guys. They're going to roll out old-ass tight T.Y. Hill, and he's not the same guy. Michael Pittman kind of came on at the end of the year, um, so they might draft somebody. Like I said, the wide receiver draft is super, super deep. But, yeah, I mean, you also got to think, too, I don't know if you saw the reports coming out with Urban Meyer stuff, but like, dude didn't even know who Aaron Aaron Donald was. I like you're starting to see more things come out. Like, man, it was a shit show with Urban Meyer, and I think the biggest acquisition is Doug Peterson. Like, you know, we're going to talk about all these free agents, which are great, but having somebody with that kind of offensive mind and knowing how to run a team, you're going to have players that played bad last year improve this year just due to the circumstances of the coaching staff. Like, so I think we're huge. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to make huge strides. I'm really excited to see Trevor Lawrence making strides. Um, I'm really curious to see ETN. He had a whole year off due to his list, Frank Andrew injury. So I'm really curious to see how that pans out between him and James Robinson. But. Uh, I, I don't think, I'm not going to say we win the division, but I don't think we're going to get beat up for sure. Like we did these past two years. I think we can hold our own. Um, It's not a super scary division. I think your biggest competitor, in my opinion, I I think will be the Colts, but I'm not saying, but it should be, the Jags should be a much improved team. They should, if I had to guess six, seven wins, that's my guess, especially um, with the offensive system and schemes that with the new coaching staff spring in a lot more veteran coaching staff, but uh, we shall see. Uh. Was as finished the off Chargers, of the Chargers, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: The Chargers acquisition. I, I like. I said, I do like Khalil Mack uh, that pickup, and um, I do like resigning Mike Williams. I feel like Mike Williams is a huge target, big guy. That guy's tall as hell. Always in the end zone.
1: Um, yeah, he's not like, a fast he, guy, you know, but a good yeah. jump ball guy.
0: Yeah, I was about to say almost Calvin Johnson like, but Calvin Johnson's way faster. Um,
1: Calvin Johnson, but a big
0: target. He's a t- he's a tight end on steroids essentially. Um, so, uh, Chargers. Uh, I do like their, you know, I still I still do like them as a team. You know, I, I do like uh, uh, Herbert. I feel like he, you know, he's young enough and he's proven himself enough uh, in that division that, um, you know, he, he's going to be the most dominant force to pick. But also, I mean, we want to talk about the Raiders as well because the Raiders designed that division, and, you know, they picked up Devontae Adams which was probably their biggest uh, uh, trade that they got uh, over the break. They also signed Chandler Jones, which is uh, one of the strongest, you know, well-respected players in the league. Still playing yeah. in the league, still, uh, you know, still, still dominating. I
1: feel like the Raiders are also making tons of move. Uh, yeah. The move Raiders. With them. Yeah. The Raiders went all out, man. Oh man. You met mad- that Chandler Jones and uh, Max Crosby duo is going to be insane. Um, And the Chargers, man, they're a gritty team. They're a tough team. I mean, you saw after all the shit that happened last year, uh, with that team. They still made it to the playoffs and and made it to down the up to the last drive against the Bengals. So man, uh they, obviously they they had to replace the the travesty that was Henry Ruggs, which is a shame because he was such a talented player. Um but you now you're bring in Devontae Adams, they gave up a they gave up a whole lot, and Devonte Adams' contract is going to be insane. Right here, it's showing that it's going to be worth one hundred and forty-one million over five years. That is wild for a wide receiver. The average of twenty-eight point twenty-five million dollars a year. That's crazy. They uh, re-signed Demarcus Robinson. Not re They brought in Demarcus Robinson. Uh, yeah, and they really brought. They really beefed up that defense, adding two corners. Linebacker, two D, D, two D tackles. Like I said, uh, re-signed Max Crosby, um, brought in Chandler Jones, uh, brought in two running backs. So it's uh, it's looking good, man. Looking looking really good. And they got a couple picks from. Um, oh, was it a trade for Marcus Mariota, or did Marcus Mariota get cut? I think it was a trade. I think um, it was a trade. Mariota's going to yeah. be, yeah, yeah. So. That's, that's wild. Like, uh, they, I, you know, everybody in that AFC West made moves. And I think the only ones that really didn't were the chiefs and they all, they're all gearing up to take on Patrick Mahomes for the next, however long he decides to play. It's like, it's going to be a really interesting division. Really interesting. Cause Denver got better. The Raiders got even better. And if they can get the Raiders have, uh, Josh McDaniel. So like, We'll see if he actually sticks around when the beginning of the season starts All right, and he doesn't back out like he did uh, with the Colts. But it seems like you're going to get a very offensive, even though John's Gruden was offensive coach. Uh, really curious to see uh, Josh McDaniels get another shot at the NFL after going through everything that he kind of learned. Um, but man, AFC West looking, looking real, real tough. A hey,
0: quick, quick note. Uh, uh, Marcus Mariota was a free agent. He signed 5 million uh 5 million dollar signing bonus with a uh, 1.75 million base guarantee. So he should make 6.75 million this year. But he was a free agent. It wasn't a trade. Yeah, but he's only and a 1 million
1: dollar little... cap hit. All right, sweet. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's go to the next big quarterback move. Uh Deshaun Watson at Cleveland. Cleveland another big player. They made a they signed Amari Cooper after getting cut from the the Cowboys. And then Cleveland Gave up a lot of picks to get uh, Deshaun Watson. And it seems like all signs are pointing towards he is playing this year because the moment all that information came down about his trial or pays hey, whatever, I'm, I'm not a lawyer, but all that stuff that uh, came out about it showing that he's going to play, phone started ringing for Houston. So Cleveland's looking like they're trying to win now, obviously, it Seems like every every team's just trying to win now, man. Very few teams are trying to like, you know what, we're just gonna stock stock up on picks, everything like uh I am in the ballpark. I'm in the camp where I think Deshaun Watson is a little overrated. I think he's a good player. I don't know if he's a top five. Like, I feel like people are so certain that he's a top five guy, but I don't, I don't know. Like as somebody who saw him twice a year in the AFC South, like maybe he just never, he, he tended not really play super well against the Jags. But like, I just always felt like, like he's good. He's a really good, he's above average quarterback. He's a top 10 quarterback, but like, I just feel like he's a little overrated. I don't know What's your thoughts.
0: Uh, on Deshaun Watson. Well, I mean, I haven't seen him play football, so I, I don't know what his, where his skill level is. Um, yeah, I'm gonna it was assume after
1: she, a year off. Yeah, I mean too.
0: Uh, I'm gonna assume that you know because he was still hanging around. He wasn't officially. He wasn't banned or anything. He was just sitting on the. Was he on the sideline He
1: refused. Yeah, he refused to play.
0: I think essentially. No, I think they they sat him down because they didn't know what the hell was going to go on. If they were going to
1: fucking, he was going to be arrested. So. That he did um, he refused to play too, I think. I think it's a mix of So
0: it. yeah, so as far as his skill level, I've seen him play well. I've seen him be at the top of the league. Um and be a top a top, you know, a guy that you want. Um, uh, but I haven't seen him in a year. As far as football, I guess we'll see. We'll see. I mean, he's uh what, the highest paid quarterback ever? Or the higher than more, no. more money than Patrick Mahomes? Or
1: uh Josh Allen's the most highest paid right now, but okay. um Deshaun, he has a big contract. I forgot how, it's like 250 over three years or something like that. I don't know. uh, I don't Um, know details on the guaranteed, but it's a pretty fat contract. Yeah.
0: Obviously they're going all in on, on on, uh, Deshaun Watson. It's kind of interesting too, because Baker Mayfield somehow now, now that, uh, I think he asked for, he was, it was kind of weird. Baker Mayfield went on Twitter. He went on social media or something. Did like a good goodbye. When they heard all these Deshaun Watson rumors, he did a, a sag goodbye. Thank you, Cleveland. And then they sign him. And then he's like, oh, I want to request a trade. And then.
1: No. Yeah. As soon as. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, going to say it was like, as soon as uh, Cle- the reports came out about Cleveland going after Deshaun Watson, he was immediately like, I want to trade. I don't even think they got the trade through yet. It was, yeah, yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't yeah, of it was official. He was like, Yeah, I'm out. He's like, I don't want to be here no more.
0: And then Cleveland was like, No, we would not trade you. Um, so <laughs> I I don't know how that's gonna work out. Um uh I eventually think he's gonna gonna be traded because they're not gonna want a guy. Why would you want him there? Why
1: would oh, you so that, pay a, him that money? Yeah, to sit on the, to s- sit on the I guess bench. you it's an insurance
0: policy because he knows the schemes, he knows the players, I guess, but it seems like he doesn't want to be there. Why would you want a guy who doesn't want to be there?
1: Well, see, not even Um, that. It's like the amount of money you can save just trading him off to somewhere else. And then you can sign actual weapons or whatever to help improve the team. Why keep a however much he's getting paid, 20 something million cap hit that he's getting on his rookie contract. Like you can get rid of that and you can sign a couple guys with that that can help improve the team. So I think usually guys, they get traded. They the team ends up. Whoever's trading them
0: away usually ends up paying whatever. Sometimes you know, they get traded away, and that team will still pay your contract. So essentially, you're still in a It position. depends.
1: I think it depends on the deals. Yeah, it depends on how, the they, make the yeah. Yeah, depends
0: how they make the deal. Um, but So as far as Sean Watson, the quarterback situation in Cleveland, I guess. We'll see. I, I don't know how much football he has. Um, but I think it's interesting from a fan aspect because I said it here before because when, when the rumors were going around with Miami – I was like, absolutely no way in hell. If the Miami trade for this fucking guy, I would never watch football again, which would
1: (laughs) have been, uh,
0: you know, and and it's, and it's kind of contradictory, right? Because Tyreek Hill also is problematic as well because Tyreek Hill has some, uh, you know, like child abuse accusations in his past. He had his kid taken away from like CPS or whatever. So, um, so there is my moral compromise that I'm making. Um, Yeah. Browns, uh, I I the Cooper.
1: No, they got Cooper.
0: Hoop? Oh, Amari Cooper, yeah. They, Amar they Cooper, yeah. Amari Cooper, yeah. Cooper. I thought you said Hooper. I'm like Hooper signed with the. He signed with the. the
1: Titans. No, no, yeah. Well, okay, Cooper.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, but isn't uh what you call it got traded away as well or no? Uh, they signed Cooper. Uh,
1: Landry, Landry got, Landry got asked cut. The tr-
0: Landry got cut. Landry's gonna get signed. Somebody's gonna pick him up. If he got cut, somebody's gonna pick him up.
1: Uh, yeah, somebody. I'm valuable. surprised he hasn't I'm surprised he hasn't been picked up yet. The I'm guy sure. is just too he's too productive. It, it, they, franchise, fr- they also franchise tag Ninjoku.
0: Ninjoku, uh guy's been there, he's from the U, UM. UM. So yeah, I don't think it makes them competitive. Uh I still I feel like uh I I don't Deshaun Watson obviously big name big splash, but I think still they're they're still limited offensively uh on the all right loft. so
1: i have the whole deal right here i just found it i forgot to look deshaun watson with the trade from the browns browns are giving up a 2024 six round pick and ex- all right so the what's it called houston is giving up deshaun watson and a six round pick in 2024 in exchange for three first round picks from 2022 to 2024 a third rounder in 2023 and two fourth rounders in 2022 and 2024. And Cleveland will pay. will give Watson his fully guaranteed five year, $230 million contract. So it's fully guaranteed 230. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And that's a lot of fucking picks to give. <laughs> but to be fair, Deshaun Watson is really young. So he will if he plays like he has been, he will be there past 2024. So hopefully this is good for the Browns. You know, I kind of feel for the Browns because they've been shit for so long and they're finally starting to get a taste of winning. And I kind of know what that feels like. So I hope it kind of works out for them. But I don't know if it does. Like I said that. I always thought Deshaun Watson was a, as a tad a bit overrated. I, I think he's a good player, but I always thought he was a tad overrated. But let's switch uh, to another team in the uh, AFC. Oh, let we'll get your final thoughts, Gabe.
0: No, no, no. Yeah, I was going to say, let, let's transition to, because there's tons of other transactions going
1: on. Yeah. So, stay in the division. Pittsburgh signs MVP Mitch. Take take Pittsburgh back to the promised land. They're going to they're gonna do it all over again. Mike Tomlin and the boys and Mitch Trubisky he spent a year under Brian Dable in New York. I mean, in Buffalo, Oh, same thing. And he's going, he's going he's to lead the Pittsburgh Steelers to the, to the promised land. Don't you think? I think that's hilarious. That's
0: what I think. <laughs> um, Pittsburgh. I mean, I feel like they were in the running. I think, I feel like they were like in that running for, uh, you know, possibly Russell Wilson. Um, uh yeah, Mitch Trubisky ain't it, man. Mitch Trubisky ain't it. Dwayne Haskins ain't it. Uh that that's not the answer, Sway. That's not the answer. Um you know, filler guy, sure. But you know, um I feel like uh you know the the Steelers have lost Juju Smith Schuster. I mean,
1: you know what? They still have uh Dante Johnson
0: yeah Deontay. um Deontay. i feel like anything is better than ben rosselsberger we that guy <laughs> anything been, i was waiting for it <laughs> i feel like uh they could have signed a hand he was a sandwich.
1: dead man walking
0: would have been better than uh, ben rosselsberger so um but yeah as far as like would i be excited to sign mitch Trubisky hell no i would not be excited if i was if i was a seal fan hell no i would not be excited um uh, the I, defense I
1: got better for defense what he, got yeah. defense
0: score point They signed or? a lot uh-huh. of defensive
1: player. Sadly, they signed uh, Miles Jacks. The Jags had to cut Miles Jack. Um, for I whatever reason. He's... I'm kind of su- I was kind of surprised by that, but they uh, signed them. Levy Wallace re-signing Arthur Mollett. Um they re-signed Witherspoon. And uh, they added to the offensive line as well, Re-signed, uh signed for I can never say that dude's name. James Daniel. They signed James Daniel, and then they also signed Mason Cole. So I'm in the camp where I don't think they're done with the QB situation. I think they're in a position where if they don't feel like they got the guy they want, then I think they're okay with riding out with Trubisky for a year and then trying again next year. But I think look for Pittsburgh to draft somebody this year or maybe Baker. Who knows? Jimmy G. There's still some guys out there. So I, I think if they don't like those guys or can't come to a deal that they like with them, I think they're comfortable with Trubisky being there, but I don't think Trubisky's is a long-term clearly now he's a two-year deal. So I, I would look for them to either draft or maybe not even be done with free agency yet, but we'll see. I'm I'm a little curious.
0: I, I feel like if you look at their names, I mean, you look at the names Mitch Trubisky, Mason Rudolph, Dwayne Haskins. This is like somebody in your fantasy all star lineup. They, they don't play fantasy and they're just, like, they're just picking names, whatever. Like, this <laughs> is like, nah, man. This is it. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll take Baker Mayfield. I'll take a broken, busted up Baker Mayfield uh, for the Steelers. I'll
1: take a Jimmy G. Um, you know. So this leads us the, to the oh. net. This kind of leads, this is a good transition point. So where do you see Baker going? Because I'm a little surprised nobody's gone after him because there's a couple situations where I think they'd be better off having someone like Baker. I think I look at Seattle. You tell me you want to go in there with Drew Locke or Baker Mayfield. I'll take Baker Baker Mayfield, he's a starter in the league somewhere. He's not a, amazing. He's not going to be a top five quarterback, but he's a starter in this league somewhere. I would take him over Drew Locke. You look at Carolina. I'll take Baker over Sam Darnold. Uh, I would take Baker over Trubisky, like you said. There's a couple places I would rather have Baker than... Uh, The, the only thing with
0: him... Are. Only thing is with him is he plays through so many injuries and he's one of these guys like you know he he's going to get hurt and he's not going to tell you about it like he's only you know too proud to you know whatever. He has
1: like moments of greatness. It's weird dude. Like there's there's moments and, where he looks great and then there's moments where he just looks bad.
0: And I think that you know they talked about him playing with that hurt shoulder right cuz he got slammed I think he 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 separated his shoulder I forget what player it was but I know he got slammed by uh Arizona when they played Arizona cuz uh uh, J.J. Watts landed him in this game and like, completely suffered. It was already injured already and then it fucking tore it. So he was playing yeah. the whole season on his non-throwing shoulder. He had that uh, uh strap, his shoulder strap that, was, that he was playing with. Um, So the thing is, the guy is always playing banged up. You know what I mean? This guy's like Carson Wentz. This guy is always, this guy got arthritic yeah. knees. This guy's like Batman, year seven. This is Batman Dark Knight Rises. He's He has the fucking thing. He has jacks. He has things that are lifting his legs.
1: So Bro, I uh, don't know if Carson and- Wentz is going to survive his NFL career, dude. That guy's always, <laughs> always putting himself in the worst possible situations. But, yeah. So,
0: so when it comes to Baker Mayfield, I do like his, you know, like plays injured and also the inaccuracy issues. You know, Baker Mayfield, the Cleveland Browns were notorious for, like, they were, like, put up, like, 40 points in the first half, and then the second half they just disappear and, you know, you know lose whatever lead that they had going forward. So, um, would I rather have B- – I rather have Baker Mayfield than Drew Lock. Uh, that is. I Drew rather Locke.
1: have him than Sam Darnold. Shit, like I, I can't believe this the I, guy I, I like know, Carolina's done that.
0: I'm not big on Sam, Sam Darnold. But, uh, Sam, he's not. He's not hurt. He's not playing hurt as much as as Baker Mayfield is.
1: And Baker Mayfield is for like years now. Gabe, Sam Darnold is terrible. That that I'm not saying. I'll I'm take his football. I'll take Big Ben over Sam Darnold. I'll take <laughs> Big Ben right now over Sam. I'll St. take a
0: ham sandwich. Where is the goddamn? <laughs> who's drafting the ham sandwich? Let's
1: <laughs> talk about that. Draft. Um, but unless they got somebody have their eyes on somebody on the draft, that's the only thing I can think of. Um, so and, and then we can go to, this, I was gonna
0: say video. apparently this draft is not that
1: deep. It's not. It's bad. You know? it's, Especially
0: if you want a quarterback, you need a quarterback. So um, as far as what is baker mayfield worth i think he is as far as it now is presently constituted i think he can start from one of those lesser teams one of those teams that have garbage quarterbacks like he could probably start for the steelers if he wanted to um
1: i think he deserves he a starting prob- role i i think
0: yeah maybe you know what maybe maybe sometime on the bench too maybe maybe the guy needs he needs the offseason to heal maybe he needs some bench
1: Here, time here's the interesting yeah, one. i don't know would you take Baker over Daniel Jones?
0: See, Daniel Jones, you're giving me youth. And Daniel Jones, while I was anti-Daniel Jones, I thought it was hilarious when he got drafted. Daniel Jones has flashes of like, oh,
1: okay, he's
0: decent. He's so does Baker, average. though.
1: So does Baker.
0: But you see, but now now I have to factor in youth. Like, Daniel Jones is
1: young. I mean, weren't they drafted the same year? No, no. Oh, no Baker Mayfield he was not should- drafted. No, he was Crazy. drafted a year after. Baker, Baker Mayfield's still yeah. on his rookie contract. And I think that was the big thing is Cleveland didn't want to pay him a shit ton of money that what the market was asking for. I think actually I think you're Daniel Jones, I think, was a year after Baker.
0: Yeah. Baker Mayfield was already in the league. Um, so the, your question, Baker Mayfield, Daniel Jones. I take Daniel Jones just because of youth, not because the, the spectacular skill set. And I think they only had one, the Browns only had like one winning playoff season that that one year. Uh, when they all three, you know, they didn't have one positive, non-losing yes, season. To
1: be fair, they that first year when they got everybody, they had Freddie Kitchens, and that guy was that that coach was in buffoon That guy was.
0: So, um, so to get back to the main thing we were talking about, Baker Mayfield, what does make Baker Mayfield's value in the league? I still think he can play and start in this league. And like I said, one of these lesser teams that, um, you know, if he was coming to the Dolphins. No way in hell, I'd be excited. No, Baker way Baker, too. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, you know, what I mean, he's like, you know, there's only what 32 teams, 30, 32 teams. He's probably in the bottom rung starter of those 32 teams. I mean, he, he's gonna be a starter on one of the lesser, the super lesser. But then teams. again,
1: it, it could be one of those situations where he leaves and maybe he does just having a new situation in a new like environment helps. What about maybe over James like maybe- and, and New Orleans? New Orleans, that's another team, too, that we didn't talk about. I forgot to mention. Do you really trust Jameis to kind of to take over the reins there? I think they're also looking for like maybe drafting somebody, starting over, like in a sense. Maybe a Baker. I think yeah, I would take Baker with, over
0: Jameis. With Sean Sean Payton not, not coaching this year. Um. Over Jameis. I don't know, man. Does he fit in the scheme? Do you you see? Do I don't know, baker with the Mayfield new coach. The who's, who's the
1: coach there again?
0: It has to be one of these intern coaches. I don't know. I have to Let me look that up. I'll give you research. But I think right. baker Mayfield does still have value in this league. I'll look it up later. Um, he still does have value, but is he a top-tier starter? Is he a top 15? No. Is he a top 20? No. Is he a top 30? Probably not. Probably that 30, 32. <laughs> 30, 32 range. S-
1: I think you're making him out worse than he actually is. I don't. He's hurt, man. He's hurt all the goddamn time. That's true. And he misses routes. He misses wide open receivers a lot, but he has the arm strength. He has the talent. That's his problem. He has the talent. He just can't get it done. But, um, yeah, I this draft sucks because like Kyle Trask would be a first rounder this year. Kyle Trask would have been a first rounder this year, but, um, yeah, I mean, let's transition the same question over to Jimmy. Where's Jimmy G going? Is he? It, it, all signs point to that he's staying there and they're running it back with Jimmy G. Maybe Lance has been showing things in practice that he just doesn't look like he's ready. Because there's like when the beginning of the offseason, it all sounded like you've seen all these rumors about Jimmy G going. He's going to other places. But now we're starting to see these pieces fall. And it kind of seems like they're running it back with him. Which, you know, I mean, they made it to the NFC Championship with him. Uh, and when he's been healthy, they have been winning games with him. Jimmy G is just like, he's not consistent. He's not a gunslinger. But when he's healthy and he's playing, the 49ers play well. I mean, they went to the Super so- Bowl with him. And then he was out for being for injury last year, and then he's healthy again. And now they made it to the NFC Championship. I think I feel I, like, think, <laughs> I think 49ers are still in a win mode now. I think they're just holding trail Lance on the back burner because he did come from a situation where it was a really small school and he only started like 17 games. So I think they're just holding on to Jimmy G for Jimmy G might finish his contract there.
0: Um, I feel like it's kind of one of these things like, the you know, do you go with something new or the devil you know, right? It's like, I feel like I, I've i seen Jimmy G maxed. I've seen Jimmy G, um, see him in the Super Bowl, see how boring that was. Um, <laughs> so it's like they missed out on all these all these uh, big signings that they probably could have got. Um, so it's like go with the devil you know or go with the young thing. I honestly think Trey Le- at some point y'all you, you, you traded, you know, the GM traded uh, or uh, picked up Trey Lance at some point. You got to give the kid a try, right? You got to you got to roll him out and see. You know, what I mean, put him in the pressure situation. Um, I'm not saying like he's the answer. He's the next Peyton Manning, the next whatever Tom Brady. Uh, but I'm saying y'all invested in him, so play him, put him in. Like I, I know, I know what Jimmy G does. Jimmy G's like a true thing. Jimmy G right now in my mind is kind of like this. Uh, uh, he's kind of like uh, Fitzpatrick, kind of like. You know what he's got. He's right there. You he's know, sitting back there. You know, what he's do- you know what he does. You know what that is. Here's, you, you know what, to.
1: You know what it kind of yeah. feels like, though, at the same time? It kind of feels the same thing in San Francisco. Maybe this is what they're worried about, is that they were so quick to move on from Alex Smith and start playing Colin Kaepernick. But maybe Alex Smith would have won you that Super Bowl. Alex Smith had no right losing his position. Alex Smith played really well, and then you saw when he went to Kansas City, he played in an MVP form before uh, that that year. Before he got traded over to Washington, and even in Washington, he played well. So maybe they're just nervous that, like, you know, we tried the Kaepernick thing. I don't know. I'm just throwing shit out there. Like,
0: oh, you think they they have
1: regret? I, from I, I, I was I was on. Obviously, it's a whole different front off. All new people obviously. Yeah. So I don't think it has it, but like, man, like obviously the Colin Kaepernick thing didn't work out besides the, the, the whole issue with him not being picked up. He was not good towards the end of his career. I mean, they went like, O and a, and stuff with him. Like, I mean, he was excited, once, man. He, he made the, he made the RPO look good. Yeah. But then as soon as Alex Smith left and he became the guy you started to see, obviously there was a lot of, you had the Trent Baalke was over there. He had a lot of, uh Jim Harbaugh thing fell off. So there's a lot of off the field things that kind of happen, not off the field, but like front office things and coaching staffs and stuff that happen, but man, it makes you wonder if Al- if they would have kept with Alex Smith. Like could they won that cuz Alex Smith did not deserve to lose his position there. No. I, at least I, I thought at that moment. Obviously you want to go with the flashy guy at the moment at the time, but like well, to We're to gonna me, go I I
0: guess yeah we're, I mean, we're talking about 49 or whatever. I feel like you' to go with the guy with a high hand. And like I said, you're got to go with the guy with a high hand, right? Let's bring it back to uh, Jimmy G and uh, Trey Lance, I guess. Um, like I said, you know, you know you've seen, I've seen all of Jimmy G. I've seen him maxed out. Do you want to run that back again Because all it is? The only thing that's changed is, is a different year. It's like one year later. More, I more think because they
1: so close, man. I mean, they got so close both times that he was healthy. They've been extremely close, but I don't know. And I, now it and seems now, like he's so, saying that I, I, Trey Lance must not look good. That, that's my thought. And it kind of seems the exact same thing in Green Bay. Maybe Jordan Love is not like the fact that they how long how big was how long was uh, Aaron Rodgers deal for? That man Jordan Love is going to be on the bench for a while. Just like I mean, again, yeah. that's what Green Bay does. That's what they did with Rogers. But like Jordan Love's gonna be on the bench for a while, and maybe he is just not showing that because if they were really confident in Jordan Love and Jordan Love was absolutely balling and he was like they, But they, but they the wouldn't re-sign Rogers. But here's the thing think.
0: I mean, Rogers, you know, back to back MVPs, right? He had back to back MVPs. How can you compete with that? Like, I mean,
1: this is the same situation that that uh, Aaron
0: was in. But then they Brett did Hart him dirty.
1: Then they trade Adams. Now he has literally nobody to throw to. Yeah. I don't understand. So I don't understand the rationale. Obviously, yeah. Okay. Green Bay got a haul, but I don't understand the rationale of why they did that. You brought back your quarterback because you want to win now. Aaron Rodgers on the back nine of his career, and he knows it. They know it. You drafted his replacement. Why would you go and then trade his number one target? It makes no sense to me. Now he has nobody to throw to unless they bring in some rookies, but then you're leaving him with rookies. It made, it made that. And I bet I, I can imagine, and you yeah, got old ass Randall Cobb. I can imagine Aaron Rodgers being like, what the fuck? Like, I literally agreed to stay with you guys no? and sign, and then you literally get rid of my no, main man. target.
0: Aaron Rodgers, LeBron James, this is, this is exactly what he wanted. He wanted money. You got the money. Um, it sucks they had to trade him away. I think that they were he was a good target, but this is what you wanted. You could have gone anywhere. He could he could have got paid anywhere else. You know what I mean, he could have got. I think it was a mix of both.
1: I think if Rogers was going in there thinking that Devontae Adams is getting traded, I can't imagine him resigning. I just can't imagine it. I feel like he would have much rather went to Denver. Well, at least you have some weapons there. Like, there's literally who is he going to throw? Green Bay is not going to be go make it to the NFC championship. I don't even know if they make it to the divisional round. He has nobody, man, except Aaron Jones. That's all he has. And what Lazard, like, you you have no true number one guy. And I don't know why somebody at his state in his career would want to go to a situation like that when you could have gone honestly the pick of his litter. He could have went where he could have went to Indy, he could have went to Denver, he could have went. Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Miami, Miami. He could have went so many <laughs> other places where they actually like gave him help. And I don't know. We, we haven't heard anything about him being pissed off. So he's probably not coming out and saying it, but like, I would imagine he would be. No, man, he a got paid. He's eating. I guess so. I just feel like at that <laughs> stage of the career, like, do you, are you there for the money? I'm, he's made a shit ton of money. You want money? You trying to win again? He's got one Super Bowl. This is the bed that
0: he made. He wanted. I mean, he like I said, he, he, he like you said, he, he could have had a choice of wherever he wanted to go because uh, he had the leverage. He's like, oh, I'm not showing. You know, this all started like what a year and a half ago. I'm not showing him to camp, whatever. He feels disrespected. I'll get Randall Cobb, who still in the league somehow. But you got Randall Cobb. You got you got everything. They gave you everything you wanted, and this is what this is the university you constructed. You know, this guy is freaking.
1: Uh, we probably thought. Devonte Adams was staying. He's, he's
0: freaking gone. Aaron Rodgers is king the conqueror right now. He this is a script that he wrote. He's like, yes, I want this. I want them to trade Devonte away. I want to, this is everything I wanted.
1: I, there's life. no way he said that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. I think what might have happened is that like obviously like uh, Las Vegas just probably just gave him a deal they just couldn't refuse and they're just like you know what Rodgers is gonna be pissed off but <laughs> we can't pass this up. So uh,
0: yeah,
1: Aaron uh, Rodgers getting wait, wait, wait. traded next year. I guarantee it. He's getting traded next year.
0: All right. Speaking of uh, MVP, probably Hall of Famers, uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady's back. <laughs> he's back. He now he's back. <laughs> this guy put. Saw, tree, so wasn't <laughs> wasn't a, what was he putting uh what, what was it like two weeks? It Was right after that. Right after the loss, right? It was like a week
1: after the loss. He said he was retired, and then it was actually
0: the day. It was the day. It was the day that Aaron Rodgers signed his big ass contract. He was like, whatever. It it wasn't officially signed, but it was like whatever, two hundred thirty mil, whatever. Aaron Rodgers announced it like in the morning, and then in the afternoon, Tom Brady was like, "I'm coming back," or whatever. He was like, "Yeah," because
1: well, you hear. I don't know how true this is, but like, he was at the Manchester United game, and supposedly. Cristiano Ronaldo convinced him to come out of retirement, supposedly, because apparently they're friends, and he was at the game. And then Is after that the picture game, that
0: they took, that picture that they took together, I saw that on Twitter.
1: They took a picture I don't or something. Know. I don't know. But uh
0: Tom Brady announced he's coming back. It's only been two weeks. He he he's like, oh man, I I'm a, I need to be a father now. He Went two weeks being a dad, and he's like, "Fuck." And Then he got there, me.
1: and he's like, "Fuck them kids." <laughs> he said, fuck them.
0: <laughs> he's, I need three hundred pound men rushing at me, or, you know, doing five, you know, whatever, four fives running at me and trying to. He said, "Kick
1: my he head said, off." He said, "I, I, I like that them. more than he said, a fuck. fuck them noise <laughs> ass kids. He's like, <laughs> "These motherfuckers are annoying." I'm coming back. <laughs> so I think it still
0: instantly makes them competitive. Like this is this is you know, Tom was oh, their division.
1: That this yeah. is their division. Like I think he saw Sean Payton retire, Matt Ryan's out, Carolina has no idea what they're doing. It's an easy Tom, playoff run. Russell Wilson's out of the division. Aaron Rodgers has no fucking weapon now like the only team he's got to worry about in the NFC is the Rams. Yeah. Tom
0: Brady wins again. He still wins. He wins the offseason. He retires, everybody <laughs> Tom
1: says he wins again. <laughs>
0: Like oh we love you you're go, the goal you go oh get back off oh, we love you you're the goal Tom Brady Tom Brady the, I hate this guy get out of my life Tom Brady please get out if, of my life
1: I'm tired if of you. he was in it say hypothetically the Bucks are in the AFC I don't think he'd come back the AFC stacked and I I think he's I think he saw the pieces in the NFC slowly start to fall and like disappear and he's like all right we got a shot what you tell me we got to go against Jimmy G yeah slight work. Aaron Rodgers, who the fuck is he going to throw to? He's like, my biggest competition is the Rams, and we could have beat their asses. Like, they had the chance to. I think he's looking at it, and he's like, they re-signed it. They still didn't lose anybody. They still got everybody. The squad is still there. He's like, fuck it, I'm running it back. Yeah. So speak, speaking of the Rams, can we just
0: talk a little bit uh, real quick? How do, you, how do you feel about the Rams going forward?
1: I mean, their biggest acquisitions.
0: Obviously, they signed Matthew Stafford, three year, one hundred twenty nine million extension, uh, and they, they signed your deserve. boy Alan Robinson, signed three year deal, forty six million. Allen Robinson. Yeah, man,
1: it. Alan Robinson. That's a that's gonna be a great little tandem between him and uh, Cup. Um, I think, the but they, did lose, lost. they, they did, did lose Woods. They did lose Woods. They needed to sign. On. They lost Woods, um, which he kind of had a little bit of that speed element. I'm not saying he's a, a burner, but he he had a little bit of decent speed. Obviously, they're getting a little slower with Allen Robson. Allen Robson is not a, a burner, but he's a great route runner and amazing on the one-on-one balls. And he's the number one wide receiver. So, um, And they both line up out wide, him and Cooper Cup. So I think you're going to get a really good dynamic. I think... Um, yeah, I think this is to replace Robert Woods. And it seems like Odell's not going back, which I don't think Odell's a huge difference maker. He... Odell's one of the most overhyped wide receivers we've probably ever seen in our generation. Like he had what two pro bowls or some shit. Like he was, he, uh, he's not that great as, as much as people talk about him. So I think adding Allen Robinson was huge. They still keep everybody on that team. It seems like Aaron Donald is not retiring, even though people were saying that he was, or he was thinking about it or something like that. But yeah, it looks like the Rams.
0: Yeah. He said it right after the Super Bowl. He was like, oh, I'm going to go be with my kids, whatever. He's like, I just want to do this one thing. He he kind of alluded to like, oh, this might be it. I mean, we'll that see. Nothing's out yet, you know, though. Tom Brady came back, so fuck. You know what? It's 2020. I feel like
1: if he was going to, he would have done it already. I feel like he's getting kind of late now. So
0: He can still do it. I mean, preseason, we got plenty of weeks of preseason.
1: Yeah, I mean, true. Uh, but yeah, Rams, man. man. It looks like they're trying to run it back. It looks like they're going to run it back. Uh, they just got a little bit better. They did lose uh um some pieces, but uh who do they add actually? I don't think they really made any big changes. No, they
0: didn't no, not not really. Uh still have Cam Akers, Van Jefferson is still pretty good for them.
1: Cooper Cup. Yeah, I mean, they just re-signed their two offensive linemen. They re-signed their two offensive linemen and then they signed Allen Robinson and, and Matthew Stafford. So, uh yeah, they're running it back. Um
0: Speaking mm-hmm. of running it back, can we transition to a team that I feel like has kind of been disappointing? Running it back, the Cincinnati Bengals. What the hell are they done? Man, I don't think they've they, done uh, much, man. They, they-
1: uh, pff, what are you talking about, man? They they got they're gonna have three new starters on the offensive line. They completely revamped that offensive line, um, and they're probably gonna draft someone. My guess, I think they're gonna draft someone. They uh, they, they, that's pretty much all they did. They did lose their tight end. Um, he went to the jets um but let me double check what the Bengals did all right so they added hayden hurst um they so here's their offensive lineman. so they uh they signed linel collins they signed uh he was a offensive lineman they signed alex kappa a guard and they signed ted Karras, uh, another offensive lineman so they signed three offensive linemen and my guess is they're going to draft somebody so they're uh they made some moves on the offensive line. They re-signed Eli Apple. They re-signed Clark Harris. They re-signed Michael Thomas. Uh they re-signed BJ Hill. They they re They re-signed everybody. Their only new acquisitions are offensive linemen and they re-signed uh is, their, and they signed uh Hayden which, Hurst.
0: Everybody in the world could see that they need a fucking lineman because this guy's the most sacked, most pressured quarterback in the league. And you know he's so already coming off a year, his uh, year of his rookie, his rookie year. He came off a leg injury, and you actually see, you know, this year he actually did pretty well. You know, what I mean, like I said, I, I feel like the Bengals. I said this before. I said, like I said, I said this before. The Bengals overachieved. The fact that y'all got in the playoffs and went that far is amazing. The fact that you guys went to the Super Bowl, fantastic. You almost coming back at the half, half of that Super Bowl. Y'all were if looking at like, oh, offensive line. It's they win
1: that game. If they had Minus- an line. Yeah, they win that game. Minus
0: Sands' seventy-five-yard uh, touchdown that should have been a pass, offensive pass interference. Y'all were actually like in the game. The game was like tied. Like, oh shit, they actually might turn this around. They get a fucking a touchdown on the turn back. then they, they get an interception. They t- they uh, convert that touchdown. I'm like, yo, they're actually competing. Like, they actually might win this game. Now, obviously, LA Rams too dominant, too overpowering because well, of their deficiency. I don't want to read.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't want to retalk about the Super Bowl, but like. If they just had a line, if they just had a half decent line, they win that game because Jamar Chase was wide wh- that final play where um Burrow gets sacked or throws the ball away. Jamar Chase absolutely cooked Jalen Ramsey wide open. If he just had like a second of protection and be able to throw that ball, that's a touchdown and Bengals possibly win that game. They take the lead, at least. They don't just end right there. But they they possibly win that game if they just had an ounce of protection to give them because Ramsey got cooked by fucking Jamar Chase at the end if you look at like the game film from above. So I'm glad that they went in there and they addressed like their one need because honestly like they're looking the weapons are great. Your, your running game looks good. The defense looks solid. You got a pretty solid defense. Um, it sucks you lose your tight end but it's not the end of the world. A lot of teams don't have good tight ends. So it's not like a huge game changer. Um, you just needed the offensive line to get beefed up and three out of the five, that's pretty good. And you're probably gonna draft some dudes. So even if you switch out four of the five, it's it's better than what you had. Um, so good for them. Um they're my favorites in the AFC North, honestly. Like, I don't not with Trubisky. Um the Rams. I mean, the Ravens didn't really seem like they got any better or worse. Um, We'll see what Cleveland is with Deshaun Watson, but Bengals right now looking like the best team for sure. And they're still a young team, so they're just going to get better. Like they're just going to get more experience and everything. But I'm glad they beefed it up and that was much, 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 much needed. But that's pretty much it. they They did. They did.
0: Yeah. I mean, we'll see, man. I, like I said, I like the, they're a young team. I like them. I like them running it back. Um, I think they're exciting. They're fun to watch. I don't care what people say. They're, oh, this is boring. It was exciting. For me, it was exciting, especially that coming up after that half. Uh, I think they're a fun little team. We still see. I, 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 you know, Obviously, that was AFC, the big glaring thing that they had was O-line. But yeah, AFC... I, I like their chances going going forward uh, in the future. It should be a fun team to watch for the next five years. I think right, that pretty so much wraps it up. Did we, did well, we I was going to say, let's, we, let's we, uh, what up?
1: we got one more. We got one more. And it's another AFC move. Matt Ryan, we briefly, briefly mentioned it, but I think we should, Matt Ryan to Indy. Matt Ryan to Indy. Um, uh, how, how do you feel about I did about not see Matt this coming. No, yeah, you didn't? I didn't see it coming. I figured Indy was going to be, uh, obviously when they traded Wentz, um, that was a sign that cause Indy's a win team now. they're, they're a win now team. They got a good base. They got a good defense. Jonathan Taylor's a monster. Offensive line is good. They still need some weapons, um, uh, outside of Pittman. But they, I mean, when Carson Wentz was playing good, that team was good. There was a stretch where they won like six in a row or something like that. And the problem with Carson Wentz is his inconsistency and he was en- injury prone and he was reckless with the ball. Now you're bringing in the complete opposite with Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is the ultimate game manager. I would even say he's probably better than a game manager, at least when he was at his uh, prime, when they went on that Super Bowl run. I think he's a huge pickup. I think they're going to uh, I mean, we saw they went 11-5 and of Phillip Rivers and Phillip Rivers was he was on the, that was his final year. He was getting old, but he kept the ball intact. He didn't turn it over. He played decent football and then went 11 and five. Um, if they had a Phillip Rivers last year, they make the playoffs. Um, and I think you're kind of getting that same kind of guy that they had with Phillip Rivers. You're bringing in Matt Ryan. I don't, I, I just didn't see it coming because there was no word of anything in Matt Ryan. I figured Matt Ryan was probably going to leave eventually because like how long are you going to keep Matt Ryan around when Atlanta's clearly in a rebuild mode? And you have this uh guy who cost a lot of money and uh as is, is getting older. So and then when I saw it, I'm like, oh shit. Like he's one of those Matt Ryan has always been one of those guys you kind of forget about because Atlanta's just not like widely talked about. But man, this is big for uh Indianapolis. I think they're gonna get more stability than what they had with Carson Wentz. And uh, yeah, they, I don't think they really gave up much either. I believe they only gave up a second rounder, no third rounder. So yeah, they, they traded him for a third rounder and they're paying, um they're paying for a salary, which is a lot. I think he's like 28 million or something like that. But yeah, I think it was a, uh, it was good. Um, They re-signed a lot of guys Um, and then they traded for uh, Yannick Ngakwe but yeah, I think they're trying to. They still need weapons, though, man. Unless they address it in the yeah, draft, they, they still really need weapons.
0: I was gonna say, well, offenses, I think there are people. Yeah, I don't. I don't watch a lot of Colts games, so I think. I think it's a good. Uh, it's a good upgrade, right? Because they've been waiting
1: around. They have I think it's definitely anything, an upgrade. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They haven't had anything interesting happen since uh, freaking this guy left and decided he was going to retire. Um,
1: oh my god! Could you imagine yeah. the Colts if they still had Andrew Luck? <laughs> that was one of the yeah. most fumbled things that the the Colts ever did is they broke Andrew Luck. And that's what I got. I hope that it's not what happens to Trevor Lawrence, but they literally broke Andrew Luck to the point where he just like, I'm done. It's like, what a waste of talent that they had with Andrew Luck. He, he made that team punch way above their weight class.
0: So, I mean, we'll see. Uh, I mean, I, like I said, I still like the Titans in that
1: division. I mean, you got John Taylor though. If you just hand it off to that boy, he's just him.
0: He's, that's it. Is that's the game plan? Just one like guy.
1: I said, Pittman yeah. was decent. Like he, Pittman was good. Uh, we'll see in the draft. Obviously, things things happen. Rookies shine, come out of nowhere. You know, like Justin Jefferson. Who would have thought going into that draft, Justin Jefferson would be as dominant as he was for the Vikings? So maybe they find that. Who knows? But you do have Jonathan Taylor, who can absolutely. Run the ball in, in a division that's not super tough. So,
0: so you heard it here first. Uh, Julian is predicting a Jack Super Bowl this yep. year once 2022, again. Twenty twenty two, twenty twenty Jack Super
1: Bowl. High on a Hopium. high on opium.
0: Okay, wh- where is that this year? Where is it at? Is it in like Arizona? Where is the Super Bowl?
1: The super Bowl? That is a interesting yeah, question. I do not know. Let's go. Let's get. Why should be like New Orleans? My guess, probably. Uh, no, these indoor
0: stadiums. Probably Atlanta. Maybe Atlanta, because they just they just it put is, that new stadium, didn't they? It's, where's State Farm? What is State Farm?
1: Oh, Arizona. Yep. Arizona. There Arizona. you go.
0: Arizona in February. Probably Chile. I don't know how the desert is. Uh, We're yeah, going like there. Jags will short. be there. <laughs> It'll be Jags. Uh, Texans. I don't know.
1: Arizona, <laughs> <AFC>. Jags, Falcons. <laughs> Mariota's going to take him to the promised land. Jameis.
0: Um, but- that pretty much wraps it up. All the NFL news this week. Of course, we're going to keep up sports more going on. Next, people, hopefully we'll have Joe John. We'll talk more baseball. We'll talk NBA. Maybe UFC. March I don't know what's Madness. Going UFC. March Madness is going on. Uh, but we appreciate y'all guys checking us out, listening to us. NBA heavy. Uh, uh, NFL heavy. I'm sorry. Julian, tell them where are the people? Where can they find us? Where, where are we at?
1: We are on anywhere you get podcasts. So Apple, Spotify, YouTube. YouTube. Uh, Uh, Instagram Facebook uh, Walmart uh, uh, Amazon actually I think we actually are on Amazon I'm not entirely sure about that but I actually think we are on that I don't know anywhere you get anywhere you listen to shit we're on it essentially
0: real Facts podcast we'll be back again Again, we appreciate y'all checking us out and downloading us thank y'all we'll see you next week